I believe the people are ready to receive. So let's do this. Let's do this. You are listening to Cross Culture Podcast, where Prophet Angel Caleb takes you behind the scenes to unlock the supernatural and the natural and the natural and the supernatural. This is kingdom living in everyday life. This is journeying with the King of Glory. This is leading you to the feet of Jesus. This is Prophet Uncut. This is Cross Culture. See, that's the thing about the love of Jesus. It is a reckless love. It's a, it's a, a reckless love. He stops at nothing. This love is ruthless. He will go after you. And it was coming after this dead 14-year-old little girl in the confines of her little bedroom, in the confines of her little Christian household. She came and found me. And I heard the voice again a second time as I was trying to crawl back into bed. The exact same words again with that vision right in front of me. Little girl with this man behind me, you know, white, with one hand out, one hand on my shoulder, just gently laying hands on my shoulder, saying, daughter, I was always with you, but now you are going to know who I am. And there was like a turning around in that vision. That girl was turning around to see who this man was for the first time. Broke down. I was, you can imagine 14 years old. This is a supernatural happening, confused, but so aware and it didn't stop there following that i heard the words so if i rewind a little bit uh, i actually prior to this quote-unquote prayer i had taken my children's bible my my bible that i had it was my childhood bible i had thrown it across my bedroom it had landed on the other side of um, my bed it had landed on the edge of my bed and it was open you know and so following having heard the voice the second time i heard the the words daughter you threw your bible it's open it's open right there i want you to pull that bible to you and i want you to see what's what's on it i want you to read what's there i'll tell you every fiber every fiber inside of me wanted nothing to do with this every fiber inside of me wanted this to stop I was scared. I was undone. I was, it was too much. You know, this is just surreal beyond human comprehension. It's exactly what it was, you know, and, but you see, here's the thing. When God shows up, he, he shows up. There's just something about when God shows up, it grips a part of you that is so deep that even your, your logical mind not being able to catch up cannot stop cannot stop it i often used to ask myself why did you do it girl like why did you reach over and pull that bible what made you do that because you being the logical person you are you being the thinker that you are would never never want to do something like that and i know the answer it's it's my soul longing it was a grip in my soul when god shows up he doesn't come for a surface touch he doesn't come for a surface interaction he doesn't come for just this physical encounter physical manifestation everything he does is because he cares for your soul 
my soul is gripped. He touched my soul that night and something in my soul just was drawn. And so I pulled that Bible, shaking, of course. I pulled this childhood Bible closer to me and tears still running down my face, eyes blurry from all the tears. I'm trying to read the words that my, my eyes are you know, landing on and it landed on um, the book of Matthew, the last chapter, the last verse that says, I will be with you always. I will be with you to the end of time. I will be with you always. I will be with you till the end of time. In that moment, something happened to me. Um, you know, the breaks, the weight, the shackles that I felt were on me, the, that weightiness, the heaviness. It just lifted off of me in a split second. Listen, as much as I'm a prophet and I'm a minister, I'm also a science girl <laughs> by research and by profession. I get it. It doesn't make sense. Logic can't explain it. Science can't explain it. But my soul knows. <laughs> knows it too well. What happened to me that night? That weight just lifted. I could feel the burdens lift off of me. And as I'm weeping on the floor with this Bible in my hand, there was this piece and the best way I've learned to describe it is like this. It felt like there was a needle that pierced into the depth of me, but I don't know which organ because it wasn't a typical organ. It pierced into the depth of my being. Pierced into the depth of my being. There was a piece that entered me um, that night. And... Uh, it's been 19 years. <laughs> it feels unreal. It feels unreal to say that, but it's been 19 years since that encounter with the Lord. Jesus showed up. He showed up in my bedroom, okay? He didn't show up in the church. He didn't show up in the Christian culture. He didn't show up when I was leading the choir. He didn't show up when I was killing it in the Christian world. He showed up when I had nothing left. He showed up where I had nobody left. <laughs> I remember the next day, um, it was a school day, I, you know, and, you know, my, my dad dropped me off at school and I remember walking up the stairs, you know, towards the school building and I stood outside this building and I believe a lot of my, my crazy, wild um, doings in this Christian faith started that day I knew I knew what I experienced that that um, night in my bedroom I knew I knew he was real nothing 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 could tell me he was not real I knew what I saw I knew what I heard I knew what happened to me I didn't need anybody to explain it to me I didn't I didn't need my Christian parents I didn't need my minister parents to convince me anymore I didn't need the church culture or the Christian culture to prove it to me anymore I didn't need science to prove it to me and I didn't care who didn't believe I knew he was real I knew that I knew that it, and today that's 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 who you see someone who knows that she knows that she knows that she knows that he is real and I'm desperately praying and hoping that anybody and everybody you know, that my life comes into encounter with would have that same opportunity to know how real and how wonderful and how 
beautiful this Jesus is. He's more than the books. He's beyond. He's beyond the books. I need you to, I need you to really hear. He's beyond the books. He's beyond um, the facts. And even though we can't explain him, he's still so real and so... It's... it's, it's I don't even... I don't even... I wish I had... I really wish I had the right words to better express this. But, you know, that's... That's why you see who you see today, you know. Um, I'm, uh, I'm so passionate, you know, I'm so given because how can I not be? How can I not be? <laughs> he is so real. He is so real. He showed up in my life where I didn't even know how to look for him. I didn't even know how to search for him at that point. But he showed up. <laughs> and... Uh, I only wish for that, you know, for every single person that God will privilege me to cross paths, paths with, you know, in this journey called life. That's, that's my highest pursuit, nothing else. You know, my, 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 my greatest love be Jesus Christ and my, my greatest pursuit is that, is that God, whoever you permit, whoever you privilege my life to cross paths with, I pray that somehow, I don't know. You know, I'm not, I'm not this wonderful person. I don't have it all together. But all I ask is that somehow you allow me or, you know, something on me, something on my life to just help somebody out there to uh, taste or even just get a glimpse of how sweet and how beautiful you are because you're so beautiful. You're so good, God. You're so good. brought out the tissues ahead of time because I just I knew <laughs> I knew and I would eventually get to that point of sharing oh my goodness <laughs> I will fall apart somewhat <sighs> okay let me come back <laughs> coming back to the 14 year old me standing in front of my high school building I stood on the staircase of the school outside and I put my hand out into thin air. And I said these words, I said, Jesus, I know that you are so real. I know that you are real. I know that you're real, but I don't know you. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do this walk. I don't know how to journey with you. I'm really going to need you to take my hand. I need you to take my hand, Jesus. And I need you to walk with me in this journey of life. I need you to walk with me. And let me tell you, that was the first day of the rest of my life. <laughs> that was the first day of, of um, the rest of my life. That's not to say my life changed overnight, you know. That's not to say that... You know, there's just overnight, there's breakthrough and long and behold, there was this spontaneous, wild preacher woman that came to be. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. There was a good, I would say even a decade after, you know, that of just discovery, journeying. I've been through a lot, trials, heartache and mishaps. I've made a lot of mistakes. I've I've done some pretty foolish things. It was it wasn't out of 
outright stubbornness, you know, it was somewhat ignorance, things that I was closing my eyes to, to, or things that I wasn't mature enough to understand. But the beauty in, in the journey is that we don't have to do it alone. You know, once we welcome Christ in, once we truly welcome him in, we're in good hands. I, I, as much as I cry, I, I want you to understand the tears are not tears of sadness. It's tears of joy, man. We have such a good God. And my laughter is, 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 is from a place of joy. I, I found joy. I found joy in Christ. The joy of the Lord is my strength. How do I keep moving in this faith? How is it that I have not walked away? How is it that I have not turned back? It's because I was able to transition out of this Christian culture and enter into this place of seeing the cross culture cultivate in my life. Um, what is the cross culture in my life? It's the birthing of Jesus in every aspect of my life, in the messy, in the good, in the areas where I felt put together. I needed Christ's birth in that. The places where I felt that I was falling apart, I needed Christ's birth in that in the places of my pain i needed christ birthed into that in the places of my celebrations i needed christ birthed into that because without christ everything is temporary you know everything could be destructive could be deadly could be deathly but where christ is their eternity is formed we we bypass that notion that says our circumstances will have the final say. No, no, no. I'm not somebody that that lives a life that says my circumstances will have the final say. I don't care what I go through. And that's, I'm so glad I am at a place in my life where I could say that because I wasn't always there. I'm at a place today where I can genuinely say my circumstances don't have the final say. My Jesus Christ does. Christ has the final say in my life. And I just want to encourage those of you that are listening to me through this podcast today. I want to encourage you. If you're somebody who has never experienced Christ before, or maybe you've just been stuck in a Christian culture. Christian culture can't save us. Religion can't save us. Jesus can. We need a savior to save us from ourselves from our carnal selves, from our fleshly selves that often tries to make it on its own. A lot of us, you know, in our lives, we'll go through some things and we'll just kind of brush it aside and we're trying to move on, but that ache is still there, that trauma is still there, that we haven't attained true healing. We have attained true breakthrough or liberty. And that's what Christ comes to offer us, true liberty. We can be liberated. We can be liberated from our trauma from our pain trauma can can be converted into a testimony where trauma doesn't have to have the final say so i really encourage you if you know you've never experienced christ before or maybe you're lost in your journey with christ and you're stuck in in religiosity you're you're stuck in christian culture i would really encourage you to, to pull back the the scripture says that you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And I believe there's a misconception with this telling. I believe we take this scripture and we apply it simply for the truth of who Jesus is. 
We say, if we know the truth of who Jesus is, there we're going to have liberty. Yes, that is true. But that's a portion of the bigger story. The truth that Christ is calling us to is not just the truth about who, who he is, but to the truth about who we are. When we come to terms with the truth, with the reality of who we are, if we would dare to be so candid about who we really are, ache, hurt, pain, trauma, weakness, and all, not just the best parts of our life, but the worst. If, if we would just come to Christ with all that we are, there in that place of truth, our truth, the reality of who I am and the reality of who he is can mesh together, can merge together. There, there is a beautiful union. There, there is a beautiful birthing. There, there's the, the, the opportunity for a real intimate relationship with the king of your soul, the lover of your soul. So I'd like to just put out that challenge to you, the challenge to seek him in the places that you are afraid to seek him in. Open up the areas of your life that you are perhaps not easily ready to open up to Him. And in this journey, I'll tell you, there's always going to be an area of our life that God is wanting to work on. You know, there are seasons where He's worked on one side of my life and another season He'll work on something else. Like right now, He's in a season where He's really working on my heart. He's really working on my heart. It's a beautiful journey and I really do pray that you too would be blessed, blessed, blessed in your coming and blessed in your going by the fullness of who Christ is, that you would have a deeper experience with him, that you will come to see him and taste him in ways that you never have before. And that is my sincere prayer and that is my sincere cry out to God on your behalf. I pray that anybody hearing my voice today that is struggling in transitioning from Christian culture to cross-culture or any form of religious culture to the cross-culture would embrace the grace that is made available to us, the mercy that is made available to us daily, every morning, that you would Take a step of faith out there and cry out to him, call out to him, because I know that where he is sincerely called upon, he will answer. Let me tell you, I'm living proof of that. I'm living testimony of just that. <laughs>